this freaking field or that's freaking punk because Phil Brooks, aka CM Punk, has done it again. Welcome to the TFW Podcast, episode 36. This is Love to See That. I am your host, Matt. Joined, as always, by Rhodesia and E Shine. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on today? You know what I'm about to say. I'm ready to talk some wrestling, and clearly, we about to talk some Phil Brooks. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Let's talk some wrestling. <laughs> hey, real All talk, right. though. For real, before we yeah. get started on that, I just have to bring this up. I know this is a wrestling podcast, and sorry for anybody who's got to hear this for a moment. But this NBA lottery that we had two nights ago, y'all all know we from Detroit. Wow. In the holy hell, we lose 65 games. All right, 65 games, I think. 65 games. Five, oh, 60 games. So we end up here coming up pick number five. NBA, how y'all be doing y'all math? Because I I don't understand this math. But again, I know the math ain't mathing. Like, for real. Anyway, so I'm sorry. I digress. Let's talk about this Bill Brooks. And I knew we had no shot. And I let y'all hype me up and gas me up <laughs> thinking there was an opportunity. There was a chance we would get the number one pick. And what happened? Nope. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Anywho, uh, let's start on some sad news. Uh, B- superstar Billy Graham. The first wrestler that I can remember seeing where I knew what I was watching was not normal, quote unquote. He was Scott Steiner before Scott Steiner was Scott Steiner. He was the first body guy. He actually was the first to say brother on TV. Hogan took that from him. It was a lot that was taken from superstar Billy Graham. You can ask Ric Flair. You can ask Hogan, ask Steiner. Uh, There's a few people that took some things from uh, Jesse Ventura at 1000% Jesse Ventura. Uh, So I know superstar Billy Graham was before a lot of uh, the fan base's time. Cause even when I was watching, uh, you know, he was early, early, early into that time, but he did pass away this week. So we want to of course give our thoughts and condolences. Looks like according to TMZ, his wife, Valerie, uh, he was at because he was in ICU for three weeks. It said, mm. and he had various health issues. Uh, they wanted to take him off of life support on Monday, but she refused to take him off of life support. I guess they had some conversations, and she finally did it. But uh, it said here, Billy's recent health issues took a toll on his body. His family says he lost forty-five pounds while suffering from congestive heart failure, diabetes hearing loss, and a significant infection in his ears and skull. And you hate to hear that. Uh, we also were told that his kidneys were failing. So Superstar was 79, degree, 79 degrees. Wow. 79 years old. Um, the thing about Superstar Billy Graham was he did not hide his steroid use. And Superstar had been having some, you know, failing health issues. I remember reading an article at least 10 years ago about kind of where his body was at and where his health was because of the steroid use and the things that he put his body through back then. 
just a massive guy. I mean, I'm talking his body was damn near like in a circular shape. He was so huge and so big. Uh, but so, of course, shout out to superstar Billy Graham. Thoughts and, and prayers to his family. Of course, Rhodesia, I know this is way before your time. Ishan, anything you remember from superstar Billy Graham back in the day? I got to be honest with you. That was before my time of watching wrestling. But, you know, once I got hooked on wrestling, I, I kind of became like a almost like a, a historian. And I would go and I would get the books. I remember there was a book. I can't think of now, but I've been trying to find it. My brother had it and it had like a who's who of the wrestling world and had the missing link in it. And some all those old characters, uh, superstar Billy Graham was in there. And I just thought these guys were just larger than life. And he was front and center. Um, as I got a little more older and mature, I learned that, you know, Hogan took a lot of his act from superstar Jesse yeah. Ventura. And, you know, it was obvious once we saw Scott Steiner, right? His, the big pop of pump character was looked very similar to superstar just as like well. Him. Yeah, so, you know, um, sad news. You know, he was a big part of wrestling. You know, he, he, you know, motivated a lot of wrestlers to become wrestlers. And, you know, they took some things from him and really gave him some great memories. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers to his family. Rest in peace. Yeah. Great thing was he was absolutely celebrated and honored while he was still with us. I think he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame back in 2004. So he absolutely had, you know, time to know what people appreciate about him and things of that nature. Of course, it doesn't make it any easier for his family and friends. But once again, uh, rest in peace to superstar Billy Graham, the first guy that I remember seeing on my television. And it was just like, whoa, this is different. So uh, I started by talking about it, guys. Let's let's get into it. Phil Brooks. CM Punk, there's a lot that is rumoring and innuendo right now. Okay, so we're going to try to cut through the rumors and kind of just get to what we know. Before we get to that, let's kind of talk about why his name has come up over the past few weeks. And that is the official announcement from Tony Khan and uh, WBD a couple days ago at the upfronts that Collision is a real thing. So shout out to... AEW for that. We talked about it last week. They're here to stay. Now, if anybody thought that, hey, maybe they would be kind of like not here to stay, they are here to stay now. So that is official. It is Saturdays from 8 to 10 Eastern, 7 to 9 Central. Let's start with the logo. There's a lot of conversation online about the logo. What's your guys' thoughts on the logo, of course, looking just like the WCW Nitro logo. I'm pulling it up now. I apologize. Let's see. Is this how I Nitro was, looked? Yeah, it's yeah. very, very, very similar. Uh, <laughs> Same I was pretty cool, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, I when I first saw it, I didn't pay that much attention to it. But when someone pointed out, I was like, God dang, that is the exact same logo. But it's kind of fitting, right? Because uh, you look at the set and the style. Um, it's AW seemed to play kind of homage to you know, WCW in a lot of ways, which is kind mm-hmm. of very, very strange because you obviously, you know, Tony Khan uh, loved and was a fan of <laughs> WCW. And for Eric Bischoff to take, pull his pants down and crap over AEW, every Tony chance Khan's, he gets. Every chance, every he, chance gets. he gets, right? <laughs> that's funny because that's the theme song of my modded character in 2K this year. Every which chance one? I get. Every chance I get. Okay. Little baby. <laughs> but every time 
Eric Bischoff is, you know, Tony Khan is, is almost like writing a love letter to this man. And Eric Bischoff pulls his pants down any moment he can. Which is strange to see because guess what, Eric? There's a whole book written about how incompetent you were when you ran that company and how inept you were booking-wise. So for you to sit back here as a 70-year-old man and act like you are this booking genius where obviously the few, the, the past tells us you were different, it's, it's just astonishing. But I digress. Continue. Sheesh. What's your thoughts of it, Rudy? Just seeing it now. Sheesh. I guess you probably don't know that that was a nitro logo mm. so it was the same color sue same yeah. same yeah <laughs> lovely yeah. i mean i like how this looks i mean it's it's in my face it kind of gives me that an idea or a feeling of a collision or some type of fight or something that's about to go head to head so mm. i like how it looks i mean i just think that ishan sirate he just went on right there it's pretty funny because if this is looking just like nitro's old logo and the heat he had with him. It's pretty funny. I like it, though. No complaints on it at all. I think it looks great. But Uh-oh. I hate it. Oh, Why is that? I hate it. Because it is a Nitro logo. Let me pull up now. And I feel like there is a little too much homage to WCW. <gasps> Ooh, sheesh. WCW was bought by WWF. They went out of business. So to me, modeling anything like a logo for a new show to that company, to me, just makes it feel so second rate. Love the I like the way it looks. I think it looks great. If I didn't know it was a Nitro logo, I would say, damn, this looks better than the Dynamite logo. This is one of the best logos in wrestling. But of course, living through WCW and Nitro, I, I have an issue with a lot of, oh, let's kind of do it the way WCW did it. Oh, let's do it the way WCW did it. That, that's my issue. I, I don't like being connected that closely to a company that went out of business. And then that was bought by, right now, your direct competitor. So Yeah, I get that. Are they, aren't, they, are, aren't they both TNT? I know this is WBD, but I'm looking at them side by side, and Nitro had the TNT in there. And AEW is on TNT. Maybe mm-hmm. they had something to do with final Mm-mm. images. I would imagine so. But you know, I don't really have a a, a huge problem with it because I don't think a lot of their audience is very familiar with WCW or has a even a special part in 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 their life, right? Because okay, you know, a lot of the newer fans probably you know probably got onto WWE once the whole WCW folded anyway, right? And it's kind of like one of those things, kind of like the Bullet Club, you know, where they took so much from the NWO and the click from back in the days and made it new again and made it fresh again. It's kind of like one of those remixes, right? It's like one of those things that it was old, but now it's new again. And you freshen up, you bring it back. I feel like it's fine. And I, I like to think of WCW. I don't think of WCW in the dying days. I, rem- I hold it fondly in my heart from back when it was hot. Like right when NWO was hot, when Sting was hot, man, like that was a important time of I don't want to say childhood, right? We were teenagers at that time, um, but that was just a part of an important time for me because that was back when wrestling was hot. That's back when wrestling was cool. That's back mm-hmm. when everybody talked about it. So that's what I think of when I think about WCW. So I love the logo in that regards. Just paying homage and respect to it. You know, it's on the same station. First time they've had wrestling on that station. And what was it, 20 years or whatever it was or yeah. on a Saturday? 
Let's celebrate history. Let's celebrate the, the best of the history, not the worst of it. Let's make something that was old, new again. Let's freshen it up. I think you did a good job. So we get the logo and a couple of interesting things that did not come out of the upfronts <laughs> that we thought maybe would. One was no talk of contract extension or new money for AEW. Remember that, that $1 billion number was thrown out there last week. Nothing about what the new contract or TV rights look like. Okay. Probably the bigger thing, no CM Punk. Mm. There was talks and thoughts that he would be at the upfronts. No, definitely thoughts he would be on the promotional poster <laughs> for Collision. We know where he was supposed to go. He was supposed mm. to go dead center in that middle. They yep. have Orange Cassidy and MJF there. Um, so that was kind of interesting. So then this happens on Wednesday. I, you guys, I'm sure, have heard, so I am not going to deep dive this. Uh, Mel Meltzer reported that, hey, there's some issues. Now, there's some going on where he was supposed to be on the poster. He was told to be pulled off of all promotional marketing and the information that went out. Punk was, was hey, hey let's, let's pull him off. He was still left on one of the documents. His name, I think, was number one. It started CM Punk, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we know that the United Center is booked. It is still booked as of right now as we record this podcast on Thursday night. It is still booked for that But Tony Saturday. didn't mention it on Dynamite where it's going to be at yet. He said this coming Wednesday, we'll tell you. Said next week, he'll tell us. Mm -hmm. Which would only leave three weeks to sell out that arena when... Dynamite and Rampage tickets have already gone on sale weeks ago for that following Wednesday. I think that's very interesting. Uh, so that was that was kind of the, the information before Dynamite was like, hey, Punk's not on the promotional material. Sounds like there's some issues. Is he, is he still coming? Is he not coming? So that was yesterday. Today, and shout out to Nick Hausman, uh, the original troublemaker. This entire thing at Brawl Out started. At Nick Hausman. Oh, this Nick. Okay, okay. I know exactly uh, who this guy he is. Had a, he had an awesome article uh, on his website, houseofwrestling.com. So what we heard yesterday allegedly was the, the holdup is Ace Steel. Punk wants Ace Steel back. Something happened yesterday where it was like, nope, we are not going to bring Ace Steel on the road to collision. And CM Punk says, well, this is an issue. I have an issue with it. That was what we heard yesterday. And that was kind of coming from Meltzer and Alvarez and those guys. Punk gets on Instagram lives, tell tribalistic fans to touch grass, and Alvarez, you piece of shit, you don't know what you're talking about. That's basically what he said. So that's so denying today, it, right? Correct. So today, Houseman releases that uh, AEW rehired A Steel months ago. Hmm. He basically just talked about, of course, he kind of Talked about collision, et cetera, et cetera. He says House of Wrestling can confirm that Ace Steel was rehired by AEW several months ago, but had not been actively working in the backstage area. Steel was terminated by the company shortly after the locker room altercation following AEW All Out, but was rehired shortly after. Upon Steel rehiring, he was told he would be working with Tony Khan on creative in some capacity, but his presence backstage would upset some of the talent. 
So for that reason, Steele has been working remotely for the company for the past few months. There was an understanding in place that once Collision debuted, Steele would return to the role for AEW working as an agent on that brand. However, on Tuesday, the decision was made not to bring Steele back on the road with the promotion and Punk learned of it shortly after. Following that, there was some miscommunication between lawyers and subsequently Punk was pulled from the Collision announcement. Here's probably the most important thing out of this entire thing. That said, Punk is still with AEW and it sounds like he is motivated and wants to help the company's growth however he can. Punk's relationship with Tony Khan also appears to be on sound footing with no issues between the two men and communication remaining open. So, summarize that. There was some type of miscommunication, but everything is still, quote-unquote, all good. Punk is still with AEW. Still, still has a job. And we're going to still take it as we're here, we're here on Wednesday. Collision's first show is going to be at the United Center. And they got three weeks to sell one of the biggest basketball arenas in the United States out. So let's get some thoughts on this. Let's kind of stay away from the rumor piece. Let, let's just stick to what we know. And allegedly what we know is Punk is still with AEW. A still is absolutely still with AEW. And we're going to assume he's coming back next week. Let me ask you guys this. Is there anybody else in professional wrestling outside of Roman Reigns that if there's an inkling of truth to this is worth the headache as CM Punk is? As a wrestling fan, no. But if he, if you're saying that him is in relationship with Tony is still rock solid on solid footing, then this may not even be an issue or concern to Tony. So to him, this would be worth it. For me, though, as a wrestling fan, what the heck? This is so much around him. And I, I love him as a wrestler. But God, dog, is always something. So the, the, this, this news that you just uh, gave us is very interesting. But, you know, it's coming from wrestlers and promoters and journalists. I mean, we don't know what's true and what's not. Right. Um, I just know as a wrestling fan, I'm just tired of it. I don't like keep that drama away from my wrestling. I don't want it to bleed over. Like, I don't like I don't know if this is a work. I don't know the shoot. I don't know what's not like keep this stuff off of my radar. Like, right. I'll watch wrestling as an escape because it feels good. I love it. Like this type of stuff doesn't feel good. Like I like I don't know if their relationship between Tony Khan and CM Punk is solid. You know, we don't, we have to hear from the two of them, right? How solid it is. Um, but at the end of the day, man, Punk has so much negativity surrounding his name um, that as a fan, it's just very, I won't say disheartening. It's uh, very upsetting. Like we should be focusing on a new show, right? Mm-hmm. With new stars and stars returning. We got my man Miro coming back. We got Andrade coming back. We had the House of Black on the cover. I mean, that looks like a, a great show and a potentially great show for the future. That's what we should be talking about. We shouldn't be talking about, you know, CM Punk woke up and farted and everybody mad about it. We shouldn't be talking about that right now. We should be talking about the positive stuff. So for me, I hope whatever they need to get take care of, they take care of it. 
Um, I didn't think much about him not being on the poster. Um, I still thought they might have been trying to do a surprise type thing. I thought he's, you know, going to pop up maybe, the, you know, announce it like the night, the, the, the week before or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um, but I'm just hoping they can put, get their house in order. And that's the key thing I've been saying for a long time. AEW, get your house in order. Keep this drama out of the news, out of people's mouths. Focus on promotion and growing your company. That's all I care about as a fan. You you talked about the poster. When I first saw the poster, outside of recognizing that the logo was the old Nitro logo, once again, logo looks great. Okay. You don't like it. You don't like it. These people on this poster take out some Mojo. Okay. Take out Hobbs. They all have some type of heat or they've asked out of their contract. At some point or another in AEW, Thunder Rosa, we know the heat she has with Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, et cetera, et cetera. MJF is just a heat magnet anyway. He booked his own plane to get out of Vegas, last double or nothing. We know about that. Andrade slapped Sammy. He was sent home for months. FTR teased they were going back to WWF. Miro choked up Sammy and he was sent home. Alistair Black asked to be let go out of his contract, allegedly. Uh, well, I guess my girl Julia. No, wait, Miro choked Sammy. When that happened? Oh, yeah, you, you didn't know about that? No, yeah, it was be uh backstage before a dynamite. That's where he's been this entire time. <laughs> um, and then we know our boy Buddy thought that he could get away with maybe saying, like, Hey, can I get out? And it was like, Hell no, you, y'all come back together. I think that's hilarious. I think this show could be like the, the true outcast, yeah, like. <laughs> That that is a hell of a lineup though. That that is a hell, hell of a, a roster. Hell of a roster. And then the cool thing too is kind of getting back to wrestling. Word was a couple weeks ago that CM Punk had petitioned for Samoa Joe to be his first feud. And we know the history they've had in Ring of Honor. Talk about promos. Oh my goodness. Sign me up for that. So I'm hoping. No, I'm we not see familiar that. with that. Oh but that, my goodness. It sounds, yeah. that sounds like it would be okay. good. Oh man, they that was kind of one of the, the fuse that really put ROH on the map. Cool. Was was talking some more, Joe. Yep. But no, but I thought that was funny. When I saw that, I was like, look at these heat magnets. Yeah, I saw the same <laughs> thing, right? Like everybody who went out of the contract at one Here, point time on this show. Work Saturday, Saturday night. night. Work Saturday night live. How about that? Everybody that had problems with the the elite at some point in time is on that show. It's funny. But damn, going back to Sammy, man, like what's <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, man, Sammy, you ain't doing something right, man. So many people smacking you up and choking you on sight, brother. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he said on Wednesday, though, that he he's made a lot of mistakes. So. Yep. And that was the first <laughs> thing I thought about, accepting too. Thank you for Like, yeah, between that, uh, Eddie. Now, granted, I mean, Eddie was wrong, too, for that. Mm-hmm. But actually, Eddie choked him. Uh, I think Andrade smacked him, if I, if I got that right. And you said Miro did, too. Yeah, I mean, he, got, he got down on it, too. Uh, some other really cool news about collision that just came out tonight is brian danielson is helping on creative for collision that should be a ton of fun we know how great his wrestling mind is so Mm -hmm. if he can get his ideas to really help and get that show started i'm excited i am really really excited for collision because I feel like it has to be the A show 
for at least a few weeks. It has to. It, it has to be something that happens where we say, as an AEW fan, we can't miss this Saturday, no matter how we watch it, DVR, whatever the case may be. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And once again, the business is super, super healthy. Uh, anything else around Collision or the CM Punk piece that you guys want to discuss? I well, this really... last thing is, um, don't, if that's a soft brand split, like that roster is phenomenal. I can't wait, man. It's just, it's on a Saturday. Like, God, I wish it was it's on, on any Saturday, other day, but a Saturday. And then you think one, two, three. So it's four weeks away. Four weeks from this Saturday. We have double or nothing next weekend. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, check this out. And I'll ask you guys about this later. But y'all know next weekend we have Night of Champions, NXT Battleground, and Double or Nothing. We talked about that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. The riches that we have. But yeah. they got four weeks to present on TV about the rosters. So I wonder what they're going to do. Like, is there going to be some type of thing on television where these rosters are split? Or are they just going to say, hey, uh, Swerve is on Saturdays. And don't don't give us a rhyme or reason. That's going to be kind of interesting to see. Don't know. Uh, what else? What else on Punk or Collision? I just really feel like, and I'm going to take the approach of just being happy and knowing that we're about to get another show live, but I feel like AW slash Collision, this whole CM Punk thing, you take one step forward and two steps back. And that's just what it feels like. Hmm. You know, oh, we got this deal. We got a new live show, but it's on Saturday night in the death spot. Oh, but we got CM Punk that's about there, but do we really? I mean, it's just like, oh, come on. It's just a lot, but I'm going to just take a deep breath. And I'm just going to tune in and, and watch for a few weeks and see if it keeps my attention. But it's only for us nerds, right? That keep up I would with imagine. the backstage I would imagine, stuff. Yeah. If you yeah. only watch wrestling on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and yeah, you may check it on Bleacher Report or you know you may follow AW socials or WWE socials, you don't know about this stuff that's happening. So it's not bleeding into the TV. We just know about it because we follow my fandom. anything that happens fandom, backstage right. wise. We kind of know what's going on. So, but isn't that their audience though? That's part of the problem. I think they kind of cater to that uh, that audience Smarter too often, fan. especially yeah. like a lot of the work shoot stuff they try to do, which I think it never historically works. They try to cater too too much to that that Twitter crowd. You know, I think ultimately what AEW needs, and I don't know about his situation. They need John Laurinaitis, like no, guy. They need like a bad guy that can keep these chaps in line. Like, well, they right? had Regal. Like, they had no, Regal. No, Regal. Regal's not that guy. He was. He, they didn't have in that capacity. Um, but they need they need a bad guy. They need somebody who can keep those guys in line because too many things go off kilt in that company, and too many things bleed off into the media that shouldn't. Like you, we don't hear about this stuff as much on the WWE product. Um, product. Not not like we hear about it on this. So they might need that that bad guy. Somebody can lay the law down for Tony Khan, right? If he doesn't, if he can't do that for himself, and that's that's what it is. We all have strengths or things we don't like to do. Hey, push that responsibility off to somebody else. Like, hey, Tony, hire me. I'll be the bad guy. I'll let all them dudes know what's what's popping, what's going on. <laughs> what you gonna say? Hey, all right, Ishan. First Saturday, you're in Chicago. <laughs> it's collision. We have brought you in to keep these jokers in line. What you saying to the like to the locker room? Hey, look, hey, with, with Punk, 
first of all, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some 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 affiliates behind me, right? <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a couple of them, right? Because I'm gonna talk crazy. Affiliates, huh? We calling them. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have a couple of affiliates. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have Boom. Swerve up in there. We are gonna get some some mogul affiliates up in there. We are gonna bring back my my uh, my BFD two because I'm I'm number one BFD two. We are gonna bring him up up in there, and we gonna make sure we are gonna handle these guys. We are gonna let them know like, look, no more junk talking in public. If you don't, we smacking fools up. We gonna we back look, to back it. We look up and mm. we see Swerve with the new. Collision title in the first 15 seconds of the show. <laughs> We're like, we know what his fingerprints are all over his damn show. <laughs> we smacking fools up talking junk. Oh man. Let's um let's head over to WWE. We can of course get back to AEW later on. Did you guys hear about Randy Orton maybe forced to retire here soon? I saw that a few days ago. That supposedly yes, yeah. doctors are telling him that he needs to retire. Yeah, according to his dad, anyway. Now, granted, his dad was the same one before Mania saying, like, hey, he's coming back. But now he's saying that doctors are saying that, hey, he may need to hang it up. Now, I know when he went out, I remember hearing that this is pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And it kind of didn't, they didn't lean into it at all. I, mean, I guess they wouldn't on TV. But it was made to be much more serious than people thought. And as we can see, we're going on, I think the year has now passed since last time he's been on WWTV. And now the word is that, hey, uh, his back may be at a point where he can't bump around anymore. Um, What's your guys' thoughts on if we've seen the last of Randy Orton? Well, it sounds like we definitely seen the last of him in his, in the capacity of what we're used to seeing him in. So now maybe in the future he could come back as a legend, I guess. Is he too young to be called a legend? But he can come back in another role, maybe like how Edge is still going in too. But as for what we know it, for what we know as Randy, that's probably done at this point. You know what? Um, I heard the news, and I guess I'm optimistic about it. Because we've seen so many success stories um, we've seen Edge come mm-hmm. back from a career-ending injury. We've seen Christian come back, you know, and they're doing awesome work right now. We've seen my girl Soraya come back. You know, I hope we can get some great work out of her um, with some better creative. Um, but we've seen some some awesome stories of these guys coming back. So, you know, he might have to take a couple more years off. And I think he's he's definitely in his early 40s, uh, you know, maybe a couple years off, give his back a break, you know, and. Maybe he comes back in a couple years from now better than ever. Because um, the great thing is that, you know, he's a smart worker. Very smart worker, you know, and arguably. And he prided himself in, in that. Yeah, yep, one of the best yeah. workers in the world. So maybe he needs a couple of years off, you know, and to take a look, a look at his back another year from now. Um, or, you know, look, his dad also was a, he's a carny too, man. He might be working. So, oh, of right? course. Randy might, Randy might come out of nowhere and he might uh, <laughs> RKO Roman Reigns tomorrow. We don't know. Yeah. I still think he's the only one that makes sense. I, I said on Twitter, watching Raw Monday, Rhea steps in front of all these guys and like nobody touches her. And I'm like, okay, what's the payoff for this? There's got to be a payoff somewhere. Orton's the one that would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Coming back and just RKOing her. I hope we haven't seen the last of him. He was talking before he went out, hey, I got another six, seven years. Yeah. And me working that, yeah. this style and taking care of my body and being selective on what I do. 
Uh, I'm, I'm just a big proponent. Typically, it doesn't happen in wrestling because wrestling is such a physical sport that your next match could be your last match. And a lot of times it is. And it's just, hey, you got to retire. But damn, it would suck if someone like Orton, we saw his last match and we didn't know it was his last match. And like there was that's, no that's pomp and circumstance painful. behind it. He didn't go out, you know, on his terms kind of a thing. So I am really hoping that that's not the case. And whatever's going on, they can fix it. Once again, even he doesn't work but three or four times a year. Hell, twice a year. Give me that, right, mm-hmm. for us to be able to see him and still get what we need out of him. Because think about the younger generation and talent that he could really help. For sure. There's a lot right now in WWE. There's a lot in NXT. So, granted, we've had a long time with him. But it would feel like, damn, we got cheated a little bit if he has to retire and he went out on a random, I think it was SmackDown was his last match in a tag match, if I'm not with, mistaken. Yep, with your, with E's favorite, <laughs> Matt Riddle. <laughs> um, that makes me think about, and I didn't get to watch the whole thing, so I probably shouldn't even be speaking on it, but about the John Cena interview he had um, talking about that he just, he can't, his body can't take the bumps anymore. And mm-hmm. you look at, you look at John Cena, you look at Randy Orton, they kind of always had like that parallel career with each other. And it's just like, damn. Just it's something you want to do something so bad, you know, but you just you can't do it. Your body can't do it. You still have it in your brain. You still have it mentally, but your body just can't do it anymore. Especially when you've done it at such a high level, though. Like we're talking the Cena's, you know, the Ordens. These Mm -hmm. guys have main evented WrestleManias. They know exactly what works. They know exactly what doesn't work. It's a different situation if you've been just a mid Carter, you know, your entire life. Okay, yeah, you can go out there and go in the ring and bump around and okay. But when you do it at the highest level and you kind of get that feeling like, man, this is all I got. He even said in that interview, yeah. Hey, what you saw at 39, that's the most I can do right now. Like that, mm-hmm. that, that is the highest. And not to say it was horrible, but we know what he means when he says that. Absolutely. Like, okay, that's the ceiling. Got it. Not to say that he's going to retire and we've never going to see him again, but cool. We know what type of run that is. That, that is not a, Oh, maybe he can come back and win that final world championship and then go on a few month reign. Nah, that, that's not, I think we know that's not happening. Yep. You know, I so, wonder um, about his, his the physicality because you no know, edge said in an interview like a while ago, and he said that working infrequently, I think even Brian Daniels said it as well. Triple um, H did too. Like, you know, since they work infrequently now, like they're, it, it's harder on their bodies to wrestle infrequently because like they don't have like the callus, I guess, on their bodies and backs and their body just isn't used to falling down as much. Right. And I wonder, is that what John Cena is? Cause he's only getting in the ring every, what, four or five, six months or something like that. Like, no, not body, even that, man. Yeah. Not even well, this that. Last year has been a year, almost a full year. He, remember he this went December. Year. We had that, that tag mm-hmm. match on new, the new year's Eve uh, mm-hmm. SmackDown and he didn't take any bumps. And now when he definitely played the greatest hits, so then for him to come back and then, you know, do theory at Mania, but it had been a year before yeah, that. And it's funny, year, yeah. it's funny you bring that up. You can even tell next time somebody's been gone for a while, watch their first match back, and they all have the red line on their back just from running the ropes. Mm-hmm. It that 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 just shows. And those ropes are not, they don't feel good. Those ropes hurt too. That just shows the level of just what your body is used to and that callus that they talk about 
Uh, I'll never forget that first time I was in a real ring and I took a bump and I just I just fell. Boom. And I remember <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> jolt, the jolt that goes from your toes all the way up to your head is indescribable. If you have never taken a bump in a wrestling ring, you can't imagine when you when you take that bump, you say to yourself, how the hell do they do this? four, five, six times a night. It's, it's un, it is unreal. So I couldn't imagine being gone for a year and then, all right, hey, you got 15 minutes. Yeah. Go bump around. It's like, man, that's, ooh, that's rough. Hey, it, it's funny, Matt. You, you talk about taking that, fir- that first bump. I remember I got in the ring and um, uh, I got in the ring. It was with a guy, uh, indie talent, AC Mac. And I said, hey, I've never been in the ring before. He's like, really? So like, you want to take a bump? So I like I fell down a little bit and mm. I was like, hey, not not right now. I I I'll wait till I get the training. Because <laughs> that, that mat is hard, bro. It's it's not really people. I always imagine they have like a little bit of a, a cushioning or some type of mat that kind of soften that blow. But no, that thing is hard, right? And these guys are doing it, you know, a hundred times in a, in a in a match, and then they're falling on the hardest part of the apron, and then they're falling on the concrete. Man, it has to be a strain. That's why for me, a lot of times I have a hard time. Watch some of these, not garbage matches, but these hardcore matches when these guys are legit hurting themselves for my entertainment. It makes them hard. It makes it hard for me to watch. Well, that, and then you also think too. You talk about like hardcore matches, or you even talk about hard hitting matches. Those blows are stiff. That's not. We're not even talking about falling now. Now we're not even talking about taking bumps on the ring. We're talking about forearms, right? Clotheslines, chops. You're talking about those kind of moves where if you were fighting on a pillow, it would still hurt. And then you incorporate top rope superplexes and things of that nature it, it's a whole different animal that's why uh we I, we just appreciate it of course and anybody who's listening to this podcast absolutely appreciates the art of professional wrestling for uh what we get week in and week out let's move over to uh aj and seth rollins we have the finals of the new world heavyweight championship that is going to be determined next saturday uh, in Saudi, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Thoughts? <laughs> yes, I have thoughts. Um, I feel like either they really setting AJ up for a true comeback or he's about to just be ran over the bus, by a bus, the bus in reverse, run him back over because I, I don't see a... Uh, ending however did dr strange say i don't even see an ending where seth doesn't win so maybe that's probably where i'm coming from too so i don't see Mm -hmm. a point where or any option out of a million and one options that seth is not going to win so how is that going to look for aj styles because he already left ice cold he's going to come back and lose again on this grand stage uh i don't know but then they were talking about some this week, um, this Friday, he's going to be on the Waller Effect. I think that's what it's called. That maybe there might be some, some what does Ishan say? Scuttle booty in the game where maybe Waller takes his spot in the match. I think that's far-fetched. But, I mean, that Who was out that? there on it. The, um, I think Sportskeeda. Jesus Christ. Guys, yeah. see, and that's a problem with social media. Somebody says something and then they run with it. Just like mm-hmm. I saw a report that, oh, we may not put the belt on Seth because he's doing movies now. But, okay, so what is up with that? Because I heard that he has ties with Marvel now. Great. How long does it, that's why he wasn't on Raw Monday, because he was shooting 
for the Marvel movie. He's not Captain America. He's an extra in the movie. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, what are we talking about? And I, I get that, hey, we want to throw that out there to try to get the smarts to think that maybe there's a chance that AJ wins the title. Put me down. Book it. Stamp it. 100% chance AJ does not win the title. I'm excited because I do think this is going to be a match of the year candidate. For sure. Because uh, I didn't think he I, well, was coming I think out of that potential. match. After Edge cut that promo that he put on his Twitter last week and his Instagram, I was like, oh, man, maybe we get Edge and Seth. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, so I'm I'm excited just from a match quality. This is self, Seth's belt to lose. There is no way you put that belt on AJ. I, I don't even know where and why that would make sense. Me neither. Man, when I when I saw that final bracket, AJ Styles, Seth freaking Rollins. <sighs> mm. <laughs> Damn. Mm. Mm. Woo, I, I I think I, I I was trying to I think I was trying to watch a game or something like that and just thought of it, man. I just fell asleep, man. I just fell asleep and I had the best night's rest. Man, I slept for hours. Just so you don't hard. think the match going to be good? The work rate going to be yeah. really good, though. The work Man, rate is going to be very me, high. Let me drink some more of this tea right now. I'm getting sleepy thinking about it. Oh, what, there, there is no... You just got on this podcast two weeks ago and talked about Seth Rollins was one of the best workers in the world, and now you're, now you're shitting on him being in a championship match with AJ. AJ who, else would you have, who, would you, who else would you have rather had him be in the finals with? I also ben. said that, I also said that uh, Chris Jericho is doing some of the best work of his career. He rejuvenated his body. I like the J, uh, JAS. And I don't watch anything Chris Jericho like. Hey, look, I recognize talent. He just ain't for me. Right? I'm not I'm not personally invested in Seth Rollins. Like, outside of his song, which I'm actually getting sick of. I'm getting sick of people singing it, to be honest with you. And AJ Styles, I think, actually, he's a little bit fresher. I think the time away kind of did him uh, some good, you know? Um, but I mean, I, I know, like you said, I fully expect Seth to win the title. Mm-hmm. Fully expect it, right? So I've seen him wrestle before. I pretty much know that there he's going to win. Um, I just have, I just don't like matches to where I know if I've, if I've seen it multiple times and I know who's going to win, I'm just not that interested. So yeah, it's going to be a great work rate match and all those things sure but i'm just not interested in it and i'm not inter- interested in a rematch for a guy who i know is going to win and to be uh, be 100 percent honest with you I, i'm not that excited to see his title reign to be honest with you Ooh, so then so if you had to rebook it who would you rather it had seth's going to be in it so who would you rather have besides aj i would like somehow for them to get finn balor on the other side, and for him to win. Hmm. The Judgment hmm. Day is pretty hot. I want right? to Judgment win. Day. I want to offend him. Judgment Day is hot. And they'll get he, them more the TV horse. time. Yeah, yeah, he's to give them more TV time. And then, if you know, Seth wants to feud with him and eventually take the title from him, you know, have them kind of do like a, a 90, I mean, not 90 day kind of feud type thing. Sure. But I'm just not interested in seeing, you know, Seth, you know, win the title and then, you know, spend 10 minutes. Listen, listen to people sing a song. I'm, I'm just so concerned with AJ Styles, just because I really feel like either one, that. I, that's what they say, AJ Styles, because <laughs> I just really feel like 
if they if they work the way that they can wrestle, then it's going to be a great showing for both of them. But I just really feel like they're positioning AJ to bury him. And again, you come back. I just, I, I just oh, here sorry, we go. Here AJ. we go with the word bury. Oh my goodness. Uh, so you are are you saying if AJ Styles, who's been gone for months, comes mm-hmm. back, wins two matches in one night, mm-hmm. and he just so happens to lose in mm-hmm. the finals to Seth Rollins, he was buried. You dirt, you dirt them. I said if they if they don't show what they can show, work rate wise, I think he's going to get buried. Well, you don't have to worry absolutely. About that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's that. how yeah. I feel. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I'll tell you who's going to be buried though. Who? The Usos. <laughs> Roman comes back on SmackDown. Boy, oh boy, they announced it is Roman and Solo versus KO and Sammy at Night of Champions for the tag team titles. Are y'all giving? Roman and Solo, any chance of winning the tag titles that that night? Hell yeah! <laughs> there's not a universe in my mind <laughs> that they don't win. No, I'm joking. No, there's a couple universes, um, but yeah, absolutely. It depends on how much more we have of this story. Mm-hmm. I can so see that, and Roman just like throwing the belts back at them. Like, listen, this is how you go and get them. Like, I, oh, can, I can see all of that right that. now. Oh, absolutely I can... see that. Man, I think when he punks Jimmy, she. I, I think that. Uh, I think the way out of it is probably for Kale and Sammy to retain, but have the Usos, quote unquote, by mistake, cost Roman. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yep. I can see that. I, 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 I think oh, he's going to be even nuclear exactly. mad at him. Exactly. Oh God. That's that's what I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think the Uso, the only way they out of that match is Usos inadvertently. And probably not Roman, right? Maybe Jay super yeah, kicking solo, solo, it's right? Be solo. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, solo already kind of side eyeing uh, Jay already, right? That could put, put some more fuel to, to the no. yeah. yeah. He's waiting. Hey, you know what though? That's why the bloodline is a very interesting story, especially for the family dynamic, because they kind of planted some seeds, and I'm not sure if it's real or not, right? But they planted seeds some time ago. Solo said in their interview. Um, that he didn't really grow up around his brothers and his cousins. Like, cause they have such an age difference. And he said that, uh, you know, he would see Roman around the house, but he was hanging with the hanging with his brothers. Cause I think mm-hmm. there's like a seven year age gap between them. Um, so you can say that, you know, Solo could say that, hey, the only person to treat me like like a brother or like family was Roman, right? Uh, so there's this definitely like layers of a story of a family feud there. Uh, so there's a lot of legs. That's which is, goes back to why I said Roman didn't need that damn title or titles to tell these stories. He ain't doing Nathan with the belts right now. This story that he's telling right now ain't got nothing to do. The, the dude's challenging for some tag titles right now. All right. Like this. And now now I'm going on tangent for a okay, second. Go ahead. Here. Go. So he's already, so Cody didn't finish the story. He he might not tell finish the story for a whole nother year. And Roman took a month off, comes back, fused with tag team t- ch- uh, titles, and guess what? The undisputed t- championship it ain't, it's it's not undisputed anymore. It's disputed as hell. We got another <laughs> whole ass championship on Raw, right? So if Cody finishes the story. At some point in time, if he finishes it all, it's not going to be as impactful because he's just a champion. He's a disputed champion. 
Yeah, he's a disputed champion now. He ain't win the big one for De- for Dusty and Sonny. He he he, so, he won a half of one. I love I loved your I loved your tangent, and I will agree that the story that right now the story they are in right now doesn't need the Universal Championship belt. We get that, but let me ask you a question, honest question. I know you watched Raw Monday, Rodiza. You definitely watched Raw Monday. Did you guys hear Cody's reaction on Raw? Yes. Best reaction in the entire show, right? Would you and both agree? Say, well, not in in our house, but yeah. No, there in the arena. Yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys both watched SmackDown Friday. Roman's reaction. Mm-hmm. You guys heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Best reaction on the show, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. WrestleMania worked. That's all you need to see. Cody is still elevating in popularity. Take the belt away. Nobody cares about the belt. The point of the belt is to get people over, have a chase, things of that nature. He's accelerating still in popularity. Roman is still as big as he is. That means the WrestleMania finish worked because he's not. Now, if he was not getting those reactions, yes, we could come out here and have a whole 15-minute conversation about, damn, they did screw the pooch on night two of Mania. They should have put the belt on Cody. No, Cody... Cody's doing the damn thing right now as that face. And having that belt would not equate to one more ticket sold. It would not equate to one more T-shirt sold because he's doing the damn thing right now as a face. So I think looking at this, you have to say, you know what? Maybe I don't agree with it. I agree with it. Absolutely. You guys know my stance. But you can say, you know what? I don't agree that Cody, hey, that was the perfect opportunity, but nothing's been squandered yet. It's still working. Now, we'll see what's next for Cody after Brock. Do you go Gunther? Because it looks like we're not going Roman unless he wins Money in the Bank and then he challenges Roman at SummerSlam. I just think that doesn't make sense at all in where the story's at. So Which I guess we are going to wait until WrestleMania him winning Money in the Bank? Yeah, because like okay. typically money, you know, money in the banks, are, they're made for heels. Now, if Cody wants to win it and say, hey, I challenge you, to SummerSlam, like what John to finish did, the story, yeah. cool. But then you still run into the same thing where you have Cody and Roman both on the same show. And we know that's not happening. Monday is Cody's show. Friday is, is Roman's show. But I, 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 I just say all that to say, I get what you're saying, but I think they're showing that, you know what, take the belt out of it. Damn, that loss did pretty good for Cody right now because that crowd is behind him like something terrible. No, that's 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 making the sun. Everyone feels like if he would have won, it it would have been over for Cody's popularity. I disagree. My no, I thing is, my thing is that was the most unsatisfying finish in WrestleMania history. It is a you, horrible finish. I thought it was fan- I thought it was one of the best ones, and I swear to you, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I think that was one of the best finishes in WrestleMania history. But because- you're, you're you're also not a Cody fan. And you're also no, one of the very few. You're fair. one of the very few people in that arena. That's so that's, it, that's that's cool that the two of you that's liked it. But it's not about mm-hmm. what, the, the, what the minority feel. It's about the majority. And the majority of the people didn't like the finish. And it's WrestleMania. We should be in on on a on a good note. That's not right. Fair. So that's not fair. they it's that's super fair. fair, right? And then. <laughs> Raiden's still so, up. Attendance is still up. So, so it worked. Mm-hmm. Well, Raiden's still up, but we still had a fart to win WrestleMania. That's my thing is I didn't want to have to sit through that fart for eight whole hours 
If you like, if you were somewhere at the end of the night that you was gonna fart in my face, guess what? I wouldn't stand in your way. I could move, but I wouldn't show you, up. Though. We, we told you that what was gonna happen. We told, told you, you Roman was weeks. walking out. Told you for but, weeks. But that's your fault. Yeah, but you y'all some haters. And I don't listen to haters. No. I don't listen to haters. Hey, I'm man, not I don't a Cody hater. I love Cody. No, you don't. And don't stop lying to me and our fans and our friends on this podcast. Hey, speaking of uh, farting church and farting the wind, so y'all came out here and trashed uh, Jacksonville last week and talked about how horrible that, that crowd was on Raw. <laughs> we did, right? We did. Okay, so WWE you had nothing WWE, to do with it, huh? I, I had no idea where they were even at last week. Okay. You guys brought it up on the podcast. Got it. So Got WWE it. releases their entire summer schedule. Son of a bitch. <laughs> They're going back June to Jacksonville. June 23rd. No. <laughs> Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> Oh my God! For a SmackDown taping, Lafayette, they can come. Do through. something, please. Yeah, they can come through. Last like five times, you guys have been easily the worst crowd that WWE hits. Oh, were they? Change that narrative, please. It's only a two-hour show. It's not three hours. You don't have to save yourself. Come out there, cheer, out. holler, scream, please. June twenty-third is marked in my but calendar on my iPhone. It doesn't matter, Matt. If it's SmackDown, the noise is gonna be piped in. They could be quiet as crickets all for all I care. There you go. And we're gonna get we're gonna get piped in music or piped in. Give it up. Turn turn up that music for me. I don't care. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good with it. I thought about E on Monday. I was on Texas when I was like, no. Uh, JD McDonough and E have the same things in common. (laughs) Do you have any idea what these or what that is? I don't want to hold up the podcast, but I think I could think of it, but I don't want to hold up. No. They're the only two people in the world that still care about Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> he came out here every week and would use Dolph Ziggler as the example of somebody who needs to go to AEW. JD McDonough picked Dolph Ziggler to pick on in that battle royal. JD, there are a plethora of other wrestlers you could have sunk your teeth into. You pick. Dolph Ziggler. He might admire him, but that might have been his. He could have been admired. He could admire him, and that'd be somebody he looked up to. Disgusted. Um, (laughs) Hey, low key. So, one thing I noticed about JD, and I I was like, man, that dude got a big ass head. (laughs) He does. He's got a lot of knowledge. And I gotta be honest with you, I've I've been accused of having a big ass head myself. So I'm like, oh man, they're gonna put me on blast. (laughs) Is that is that your spirit animal? (laughs) I have a big head, so I would never make fun of that. Oh my god. That's funny. Yeah, but I I did laugh out loud when he knocked out Dolphin and went on his promo tangent about him picking. I was like, damn it, him and E are the same right now. Uh so we we saw JD on Monday. We saw Pretty Deadly on Friday. We saw Cameron Grimes on Friday. What do you guys think of Cameron Grimes' debut match on SmackDown against a Baron Corbin? I didn't see the match. I didn't see the match. I just saw backstage, and I didn't see it. Well, a match? What do you mean? Was it a match? Yeah. It was like five seconds, ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. He'd be Baron. (laughs) But you know what? When I thought about his interactions, um, you know, backstage – I think I think they need to showcase the NXT superstars and the best versions of themselves. And I think the best version of Cameron Grimes when he was a obnoxious heel. I think they need to I think they need to reset that, that character. That. 
Because like I don't think the, the I don't think the, the the WWE audience is familiar with him, right? I think that the NXT audience built a respect for his match work and how entertaining he was, but yes, he's not there yet. So I think he needs to kind of reset that character for a new audience. Turn him, turn him back heel. I want to, I want the obnoxious Cameron Grimes back. So there was a rumor last week that Vince McMahon is basically kind of booking the faces. Triple H is really intent on booking oh the heels. Oh my god! Okay. And when I saw Cameron Grimes after the match and how overly enthused he was saying to the moon. To his theme song, I was like, "Ugh, mm. it's a little much." And I get you got to be over the top in WWE. I, I didn't think it was that, that bad, but I, I see your point. If you go, I see if you your go point, back and watch it I compared see, to what worked in NXT, his second one, I was like, "Uh oh!" And then he did like two more times, and he's just doing it to the song. But it was like how he was just so boisterous with it. I was like, "Oh," and he, I agree. Like the to the moon worked because you hit on. Dogecoin, right? Mm-hmm. So you got all this money, you're running through it, you were healed, you're obnoxious, you had an awesome feud with Million Dollar Man, that thing happened, and then we became to enjoy you because of that. If I don't know your NXT work, and yeah, they, they did some really nice video packages for everybody who they brought up with, so I thought that was fantastic. But you take that in the capsule. I love that it was shocking all that he beat Corbin, that adds more to Corbin's story of, dude, you are getting screwed left and right. Yeah, But... W- Am I? I'm supposed to like. I'm supposed to cheer it. Like, uh, uh, like I'm going to cheer because I like Cameron Grimes. But yeah, absolutely. I was like, I don't know if white meat baby face Cameron Grimes is the way to get him over right now. You know, I also thought that I was like, you know what? Because I don't know where to go with Corbin, but I'm not that interested either, to be honest with you. And he's too entertaining of a character to kind of be doing what he's doing i don't like i don't like what they're doing with them i would love if the two of them were paired together as obnoxious heels i think well, they, they can play off each other really was well kind of the same it. think about they're it they got they, they both they both hit on something corbin hit in vegas <laughs> um grimes hit with dogecoin mm-hmm. so they both yep. blew up you know overnight millionaires I, their gimmicks is very similar and and i like both of them equally you know when it, when they were in that in that character so i see that for sure Justice for Corbin, for sure. For sure. That's my guy. That That is my guy. Um, I went on a, a mini tangent on Monday. I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Any thoughts, either way, pro or con, on having Paul Heyman, who is a SmackDown talent that was drafted with the bloodline, who was Solo Sokoa, Roman Reigns, and Paul Heyman, according to WWE, on Raw two weeks after the draft. I would not have thought of that until you made a point of it. I, I'm still looking at Paulie as this manager who's the advocate who's trying to make deals for the best for the tribal chief. But you're right. You were drafted to SmackDown. We just had a draft. Stay on SmackDown. I, I like what he did. So and I, so you have that with me in my mind, always looking at Paulie as a manager. I didn't see, I didn't notice it until, you know, you mentioned that. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought, I was like, I, I saw it. I'm like, Matt, you old smart fan. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, so you have a problem man. with that? Hell no, I have no problem with really? it. Really? Yeah, because he's a, he's, a, he's a super agent. 
right? These agents, they go, they're like, it, the, the, the agent for the Pistons goes to the Lakers and goes to all places. They're scouting talent all the time. He's not a wrestler, right? I, he like was, he's a, but he's a, he's he's a, a talent. In, he was in the bloodline. So if that's the case, then should he's all. Not active, so then, he's not an active member of, of the roster. He's just, he's a, he's a talent. He's a talent. He's just, he's scouting. That makes all the world. It's not like he's there wrestling. All right, it'd be different if 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 Roman Reigns popped up on the show, right? We talk about his his, his sure advocate. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like, no. After they win, after they win those tag team championships, I, I I'm, now. <laughs> I'm completely yeah. fine with. And I even said I get it because I do get it. I completely understand. But damn, man, it's been two weeks. Yeah. Like, so then I should expect to see MVP on both shows. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right, but that's well, not. I get, yeah, I, I, I guess I get your point. Like, if you were going to do this, you didn't have to put him in the bloodline. Correct. You know, you didn't have to put him in the draft. You know, so why? And, why and, would I, you and do I just that? look at little small things. If it was, say, if it was two months down the line, all right, no harm, no foul. I love that he had a little the visitor sticker on the back of his phone to show he was a visitor. Mm-hmm. I get all that. My thing was just, damn, it's only been two weeks, and we are already crossing those lines. Like, if you're going to do the draft, do the draft. If you're not, not like just, but. Can, can we have some type of integrity when he is a part of the first draft pick, which was the bloodline? He was in it. <laughs> and then two weeks later, he's on Raw. I, I just thought that, mm, come on, man. I don't like that. But I ah. guess I guess I'm being anal. Too it's anal. just wrestling, man. A little bit. All right, then. All right. What y'all got WWE rise? Hmm. Um, the winner of that battle royal to face Gunther. United Champions that popped me. Okay, okay. What? And then what if I leave? And then he pays homage, and I don't know if it was your tweet, 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 whatever it's called. He definitely that saw he it. saw. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recognize it as it was your tweet that he saw. <laughs> Seriously, what is it? He got that Cody Rhodes pyro package. Like, come he on, he had that pyro package, that Cody pyro package for sure on Monday. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, there's no way in hell he could win. But then as I was seeing like Ricochet um, and Bronson Reed kind of on the outside, I'm like, oh my God, is Ali really about to win this? And sure enough, he did. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, that was a surprise that I actually welcomed. And Ali has always been Mm -hmm. like that irritating, like probably person in high school that had a crush on you that you couldn't stand, but it was so irritating. So he's like, you know, get away from me. I actually, I actually popped for that. That was the loudest pop for me in the house on Monday. On Monday, mm-hmm. you, you giving him any shot to beat Gunther next weekend? I think he won just by winning the Battle Royal. Um, any shot, any, any shot, shot. Sure. yeah, any shot, yes. There's a for any shot, yes. I just, I think Gunther has solidified his career as champion there. I, I don't know what's next for him. Again, actually, let me let me say this again. I don't think Ali's going to win, no, because I can't really see a, a campaign run, a title run with <laughs> Ali. So let me take that back. Sorry, Gunther, for disrespecting you. But it, it probably needs to end soon because I don't know what, what else is there for Gunther. He needs to now drop that title. He needs to go for a, a world heavyweight championship. Maybe One, of the, dis- one of the disputed uh, ones. Feud. One of the disputed Maybe ones. Maybe Seth's first feud. Could be. I, 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 my eyes glazed over a little bit when he won that that championship match. I feel like it's one of those things, kind of, you know, look, they're they're going to Saudi, right? And it's a nice showcase for Ali yep. going on that show. 
Um, but one thing I did enjoy WWE related was when Roman Reigns dedicated his tag team match <laughs> oh to the God. greatest <laughs> tag team in the history. Looked at the Usos and said the Wild Samoans. Afonsica. That was amazing. And so, guys, this leads me to a brand new random segment from oh, yours I like truly. It. I like it. It's easy, extraordinary, random topics nice. and stuff. Right? That I'm going to bring up on random shows at random times, never consistent. Right? So. <laughs> never, never consistent. <laughs> never consistent. Right? And so. Speaking of tag teams, there's a question I have for Matt. And Rhodesia, if you can chime in, I'd love to hear it. Because this might be a little bit before your time, before you start watching the actual shows. But tag team wrestling. Mm -hmm. Who's better? Road Warriors or Demolition? Ooh. By far is Road Warriors. By far. By far. Why do you say that? Uh, because they were the first team that I watched that I was like, is wrestling real? Hmm. So to me, that is the answer. We, we hear about the Road Warrior pop. We know what that is. That is that pop that is consistent from the time they come out to the time they get in the ring and it keeps building. But for me as a kid, it was demolition. Solely because I was a bigger WWF kid than I was WCW and NWA. Like, I loved Demolition. But when I got older and started going back and watching their, their old stuff, man. Now, probably, you know what could be a good question is, what's better, Legion of Doom or Demolition? <laughs> because they definitely got watered down when they went to WWF, for sure. But no, I mean, I would go World Warriors without a doubt. What do you say? So that's why I thought it was an interesting question. Because we talk about historically, we might say the Road Warriors, right? But mm -hmm. as you said, me as a fan, now I did see the 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 Road Warriors. I would say towards the late end of their NWA run. Because I started watching NWA a couple, maybe a year or so after I started watching WWE. Um, okay. I saw them um, take the a spike off their shoulder pads yeah, and stab yes. Dusty, Dusty Rose in it. This is on Saturday, too, so it goes yes. back to uh, Collision, right, on Saturday <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, I remember seeing that. Um, but for me as a fan, as a young kid, Demolition was it. Demolition was it. When they, that music came on, Here I thought that music ass. was hot. Here, Here comes, comes the Smasher. smasher. Man, that music <laughs> hit. And yeah, for buddy. me as a fan, like that was that was kind of what I kind of grew up on. Even though I saw the Road Warriors, mm -hmm. uh, it just seems to me that was it. Now, when LOD or the Road Warriors got to the WWE, I was a little disappointed because yeah. that wasn't the team I remember seeing on tapes on NWA and the, the the spike. You know, as we got older, we heard about the stories of the drug use, et cetera, especially on Hawks, and we kind of understand why, right? Um, but for me, it's demolition. And like, you know, it's and they funny. had really good matches. And if you didn't know any better, you would think the Legion of Doom was a ripoff of demolition. Right. I didn't and think not, of, did you, not the other way did, around. Did you think of them as a, as ripoffs? No, because I saw them in WCW and NWA. 
Now, say if I didn't, say if I was solely a WWF guy, yeah, I'd be like, what the hell is this fake demolition thing? I, I, I would have thought that. But you never thought that demolition were ripping off LOD, right? Uh, I did. I Well, I thought they were WWE's version of Road Warriors. As a kid? Yeah. Wow. Yep, I did. I think it, it could have been strictly just the face paint. Well, hell, they, the face paint, they had the black leather. They had spikes. They were, Remember, they were much smaller spikes, though. So yeah. it was a lot of the same type of feel that, that the Road Warriors had. That was a great question. Anybody listening, of course, leave that in the comments on YouTube at That's Freaking Wrestling. Hit us up on Twitter at That's FNW. Let us know if you guys watched kind of 50-50. Because, of course, if you watched the majority of WCW, you would absolutely say World Warriors. But if you watched 50-50, let us know who you guys thought was better between Road Warriors and Demolition. For sure. Hey, so now, now you got to finish the, uh, the segment. You got to say, and that was, I forgot the name of it. I just know you had like a lot of ease. It was like the Easy, exquisite, extraordinary. Was it? Something, something, something. Easy is extraordinary random topic. I like it. I like it. Nice that day, is man. not consistent. That's not consistent. That's never consistent. That's never consistent. Come on, no I like that. It's like random, like the hardcore title. You never know when you may get it. 24-7 title. What else y'all got for uh, WWE? Anything that uh, you have to talk about? Just looking at my notes here. Nah, I was just happy about Ali winning. <laughs> um, I guess so, it's one last thing on. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. What were you gonna say? No, I was. I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna ask you guys what are you lo- looking forward to most next weekend. But you can give what you got first. Uh, we just can't just um overlook really quickly how Roman bitched, punked Jimmy. Like sure that, I mean, we we just can't gloss over that. Like, I'm telling you, he, he did sure that did. to me. I would have socked the shit out of him, to be honest with you. <laughs> but Jay came in and was like, hold on, hold on. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We sorry. We sorry. Like, he's going to just continue don't do, that. to do that. That's what he's done. And that's what I mean, like. But that was, a, that was the hardest, like the most. Like, he did it to Sammy, right, you know, at the end of when Sammy, right before he left the bloodline. But, man, like, you don't do that to your, to your, 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 your Uso, your brother, your, your cousin. I was like, so, nope, he crossed the line. Hey, Jimmy was asking for it, though. Jimmy was he asking was. for it. He told he him was. to apologize multiple times, and he Jimmy did. kept laughing it off. What do you think was going to happen? And I'll tell you what I really uh, enjoyed from a shoot perspective. He caught him off guard when he did it. I'm sure he knew it was coming, yeah. but he did it mid-sentence. And if you, if you watch Jimmy's reaction, he caught him off guard. He got him. He got him pretty good on that one. <laughs> I like that's it. all. I like that's all I got on WWE. Like I said, Roman, I love you, and you got some extra heat on that. But you ain't gonna hit me. We we gonna be straight up duking it out right there in the ring. What is up with y'all? Like going at wrestlers on this show. E went at MJF and said, "Hey, I'm gonna come get me some." You telling Roman you ain't gonna do that to me? What's that? I talk the shit out of him. Well, y- y'all was talking about the first time y'all took a wrestling move. So I want to just add this real quick. The one and only time I took a wrestling move, I took a clothesline. And so, All right, so I don't we'll even go ahead know and move how... on. So question uh, listen, uh, listen, for no, next listen. weekend. No, listen. We have Night of Champions. We have no, no, NXT no, no. Battleground. No. And we have no. AEW no. Double mm-hmm. or nothing. Mm-hmm. No. So for Night of Champions, so far, we have Seth versus AJ that he just cannot wait to sleep through. Cody versus Brock. Ali versus Gunther. 
Sammy and KO versus Roman and Solo. That's what we have right now. Maybe they add Trish and Becky. There's a couple matches they could add, but we'll leave that at that right now. NXT Battleground. We got Carmelo Hayes and Brian Breaker. We have uh, the NXT Heritage Cup Championship match. Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. We have NXT Women's Championship Finals. Uh, Valkyrie or Cora J versus Roxanne Perez or Tiffany Stratton. That match is going to be really good. Uh, then we have the NXT North American Championship match. Wesley versus Joe Gacy versus Tyler Bate. And then AEW went hard on their announcements last night. I, I just had to pull it up. Now, we get the Four Pillars match. Darby, Sammy, Jungle Boy, and MJF. Uh, we have Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the women's title. We have the Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy versus 20 other competitors. Should be fun to see some people probably come back that we haven't seen in a while. We got a ladder match for the AEW TNT Championship. Christian Cage versus Warlow. We have Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus FTR for the AEW Tag Team Championship match. And we have Anarchy in the Arena, which is Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Newly formed back Elite. That is all they have right now. Of course, we can. There's some spoilers that I'm not going to give away that happened on Rampage that I think is two new matches that they finalized for the show. Uh, so, right now, as constructed, what are you guys most excited to see in the order? So, what would you go first? Would you go second? Would you go third? Oh. First would be um, seeing that Rhodesia clothesline. Um, second would be... You, you got to move on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's me trying to buy time. That's all it was. Hold on. Because that's... We have to look at what's constructed as is right now as what we consider fact. Yep, as is. Um, with nothing else announced officially. E, you got yours yet? Why, why she thinks? To be honest with you, I'm kind of more interested in the AEW show. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the least will be NXT. Same. Um, but that's only because I think the bigger stars on other brands, right? But we know that NXT is going to deliver. Hell, they um, pulled everybody, right? <laughs> for the for the draft, they just yeah, pulled seventeen people. They did, but there's still some talent on that show, and we're going to see it shine through. It's just hard to do so when you have all these other big matches and all these other big shows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say the night of champions is probably my least, I don't know, I was, uh, you know, I'm just not Brock and Cody. I think we've, we've already seen it. It's a um, fight. I'm, it's it's going to you know be that? a fight. You know that it's not a wrestling match. It's a fight. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, and then <laughs> like, so I, I guess AEW because I'm, okay. I'm not mm-hmm. super interested in night of, of the night of champions and NXT. I'm not super invested in just yet. Okay. Yeah, or did you, you say the same, or are you are you flipping yeah, something? I think I wanted to um, just get off my clothesline story so hard that this was a no brainer. Um, it's definitely double or nothing. Night of Champions and then NXT. Same, and it was only because of the closing angle on Dynamite. I had Night of Champions first, then Double or Nothing, and then NXT. Uh, I'm not really excited for anything on NXT except for. I say except for hell is only four matches. I'm excited for two of them. Excited for Carmelo and Brian. Brian's making me a believer. Y'all know I was out here <laughs> shitting on him and saying like, dude, figure it out. You got to get more as, as a, a face. 
That boy's yeah, good was, as a heel. You was Eric Bischoff yeah, pants man. down. Yeah. A little was, bit. A little bit. So my apologies, Brian. I knew you had it. And you just had to you just had to turn heel. Uh, but I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the women's match. But um, Double or Nothing got me after. And I don't know how. We didn't think. Any of us didn't mention. The past podcast, I was like, damn, they don't have enough for Blood and Guts. It's only, you know, four and four. We forgot about Anarchy in the Arena. So it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, but yeah, so give me double or nothing. Give me, of course, Night of Champions and then NXT. But man, what a hell of a weekend. Once again, mm-hmm. Jesus. So AEW, super strong finish to the show last night. I loved everything about it. I loved, I, I thought it was done. Um, it couldn't have been done any better. From, from Don coming out, giving his promo of why he did it. And it was super quick because that's all it needed to be, you know? And then, I mean, it was, everything about it was just, it was great. And then to get the course, the formation back of the elite, um, damn, I mean, when they do it right, they do it right. Mm-hmm. And they killed it last week. The elite, I think when it's all said and done, they are going to go down as some of the best storytellers in U S wrestling history. If you look at the layers that they tell and they do down to placement, I put a picture up on Twitter yesterday uh, of the elite Kenny um, and the hangman in the ring three different times. They're in the same spot. And it was just like, man, that's long-term storytelling, man. Shout out to them for that. But I am super excited now for anarchy in the arena. I don't know if you main event that you probably still got to put the title match on last, but. They can start it. The elite have way more heat on their match besides the four way. They they tried something yesterday. So is Sammy a face now? He apologized. Oh, man. <laughs> like, and he are said we, he's going to win. Going he with, ended it. He ended it with, I'm winning. I'm winning the world championship. I'm are we sorry going for everything with I did. He was only a face because they were in his hometown, or is this the trajectory that we're just on now? Let's just say that he was in his hometown. I didn't know that. I shame on me. Yeah, he's still a heel. You need to Google stuff more often, Rhodesia. I would rather watch it than Google. If I have time to and Google, he, I would have you time ain't to watching, watch it. it. Seems like that's like the fifth time today. He's like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, right. But you want to like, tell this damn clothesline story so bad? I do because like it years ago because it, it happened you, to me. How, how about it's you watch the clotheslines on TV? How about you do that? We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But you know, real quick about the, this this uh, pillars match, I've I've actually been kind of frustrated with their booking of this entire thing. You know, just from the very start of when he got your your baby faces and Jack Perry and you know Darby Allen sound like you know little whiny schoolgirls like crapping on each other. Like man, these you guys are baby faces. You no, know, be let's take the high road, right? And now we got Sammy Guevara, who was a, a hated heel. I don't care if he's in his hometown or not, but he comes out there kissing babies. And Google, I'm not talking to you. Right. <laughs> like, she, I'm like, trying to be part of the podcast. About? Yeah. Like, like Google, no, we're not, not part of the pod today. But, you know, now he's kissing babies. He's, he's handshaking out there. And for what? Right? Like I, like, I just want them to get this characterization of their wrestlers down so we can fully invest and want to root for or against somebody soundly. Right? And now we're going into the, the match. All right, so I guess you're rooting against MJF, depending on where he's at, right? So I hope it's not at Long Island. And 
you know, are we are we rooting for a Darby? Are we rooting for Sammy now? Are we rooting for Jack? Who are we rooting for in this match, right? Because to me, it feels like we're going to go into this match being different as hell, right? We're just going to be happy to see some moves. And that's what we're going to okay. get, spot fights, and we're just happy to see what's a winner. So let, so let me play devil's advocate. I think this actually helps your case more than it hurts it with turning him face. Now you got three faces against one heel. So now we know who we don't want to win. Now we know who the hated hill is. And then the other people, it's, it's going to be preference. I like that. I like that better than having Sammy because at least Sammy as a face is fresh. Sammy as a heel is like, dude, we know you ain't got no shot of winning this. Like, so he's taking heat from MJF for no reason because you don't have a shot. At least now you got three baby faces or will we assume to be baby face? Maybe somebody else turns. And now, it, you know, it still goes, you know, two faces, two heels in that match. Regardless, we agree that belt ain't going nowhere. No. So to me, this match is going to be a great in-ring match. I think there's some great stories they can tell. But at the end of the day, MJF's winning and then, of course, going on to all in. I still, I still think, I still think maybe you go um, Adam Cole and him in Wembley. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you do Punk. I mean, I guess you could, but we got all out the week after. It's gonna be the good thing about the good thing about Tony. Execution may not be the best at times, but Tony's got a plan. Yeah, I, I am sure. I am sure that. The first month of collision is already set match wise. I am sure he has penciled the all in card. I am sure he has penciled the all out card. So he's got a plan. I hope the plan is great. But and, um, and, and, and I'm sorry to tell you, Eric Bischoff, Tony Khan is better than you. Sorry to tell hey, you. Man, oh, Air Hornet. Hey, hey, and uh, the beef. Before we leave the double, uh, double nothing. Um, the BCC, I really like them as heels. They're fantastic. It, man. it fits, right? It yes. really fits them. But it's but fantastic. I will say this: when Mox was talking last night or on Wednesday, Dynamite, it got really shield like for me. I even called it out. But again, I don't want to knock it out. That sounds like shade I just threw. It, it probably was, but it felt really shieldish when I when Mox was talking. Mm. Just because of the the takeover piece. Right, and that was the same thing the Shield did. And that was a gimmick of the Shield. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, hell, if they ripping those... off Nitro's um, logo, <laughs> why not rip off something else that we know worked, which was the Shield? <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say Warlow. I was thinking about how much Bulo. the BCC is working, how much Bulo. the Elite is working. Um, I don't want to gloss over the Elite if you guys want to talk back about that, but man, he's just, he's so cold. Bulo, man. Bulo, and it's crazy when like, and we know Christian is a super fans darling, but I saw so many tweets last night of like, man, I hope Christian wins. I hope Christian wins. Like, Ooh, that's not, it's not the intended that's outcome. Not, yeah, here. that's not that was like, not what they were looking not, for. It's not what it's supposed to be. Um, I think it's also fair to say that Christian's had a better comeback than Edge has. In my opinion, take out oh, for sure. The huge, take out the huge pop Edge got at Royal Rumble a few years ago, and if you just put like, in my opinion, what I like, side A, side B, I think Christian's run has been better than Edge's run. But uh, but man, they got to figure something out with Warlow. I don't know. 
I don't know. Like if if you're going against the probably the best heel right now in wrestling, and that can't save you. I don't know. I, I I really think once he got that haircut and then the, the losing of the belt, getting the belt back, like that whole everything that happened with that, it just seems like man, like he just disappeared. Everything, all it was all, it was all deflated. It was all yeah. gone. And when I saw him last night backstage, I didn't see him last night well, on TV. When I saw him backstage, like when I look at him, I'm just like, I, he's a good guy, but man, like I, I'm not buying into this character, and I should. Like how he's talking. Man- there's, maybe, not that angry. maybe the end goal and end game is to turn him hill after this. He needs to go Something. heel. You know Something. what I'm saying? Maybe he did. Maybe he destroys Arn because even that pairing doesn't make sense. That was that Warlo irritated me. I think I think Warlow can speak for himself for the most part. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe that's that's what you do. You get Hobbs on Saturday, who he's going to be that big heel on Saturday, and then maybe Warlow is the big heel on on Wednesdays. In terms of when I say big, I'm talking, you know, of course, heavyweight. Size-wise, big yeah. Big guy, yeah. Because this, this isn't working. And I don't know what else they can do to make it work. Yep, they messed him up. Yeah. It sucks. It's time to hit, it's time to hit the reset. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I love him just because, like, he's a legend. Can we please, after next week, get Jeff Jarrett off my TV wrestling? They brought his wife on. They said, you're going to go get Jeff Jarrett and his yeah. wife now. Nah, they just adding layers onto it. They, he's let's like, go, nope. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't care about that match one bit next week with uh, FTR. We know they're not losing the belts. I, I mean, great for, you know, the whole, the whole thing we usually say, right? Awesome. It's fantastic. He gets to do what he loves still. He's in great shape. Man, Great if you kind of look at where he was a few years ago, my God, he's in fantastic shape. I get all that, but dude, I don't need him in title matches on day WTV in 2023. I don't. I don't want it. Hey, and I, don't I, don't know, I don't know what he has on Tony Khan, um, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I, I was a big TNA supporter back in the day, and Jeff Jarrett was probably, I hated him. I hated seeing him on TV. I hated his matches. And it's 2023, and I'm still dealing with Jeff Jarrett on my TV. I'm sure he's a great man. I'm sure he's great to talk to. Uh, we know we went to his uh, JR special um, a couple mm-hmm. years back. Um, you know, and Karen was annoying then, too. Um, <laughs> crazy Karen. I, you know, I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're great people, right? I just don't want you on my TV, man. You know, and, you know, it's... Jay Lethal, I think you need to shred uh, the big dude. I forget his name, man. I think he adds nothing um, to him. Seven I like scene? Jay. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like him. I don't like. I, I, I like his boy. Um, what's it's his name? While, the player man. from it's from the Himalaya. What's his name? The player from Himalaya. Uh, that was that was a TNA thing. Himalaya. 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 <laughs> uh, his boy, the ball head dude. Oh, uh, Satnam. No, not Satnam. What's his name? No, no. I forgot his name. Damn. Ah, uh, sounds. Uh, oh, yeah, you almost had it there. I can't think of his name. It's just yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Sorry, right, guys. Yep. I'm getting old. But yeah, I like the two of them together. Get rid of Jeff. Damn it! I guess we're gonna get more of Jeff because we done brought Karen on TV, right? I'm like, oh gosh, just get this off my TV in twenty. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't <laughs> like it. Um, I did think that Roddy and Jericho had a hell of a Falls Count Anywhere match. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That mm-hmm. was fun. Stiff. Roddy's got to have some of the. 
I, you know, they got to do like this. The, you know how like with, they do like the PSI testing, like with, with sports where they can see like who moves the fastest and who hits the hardest. I would love to see velocity on chops between Gunther and, and Roddy. Because anybody who Roddy's in that ring with, with those chops mm-hmm. is hamburger meat as, at, with their chest by the time it's all said and done. I thought that match was way better than what I anticipated. When they announced it, I was like, mm, I kind of don't care too much about that. But uh, they did a fantastic job. It was fun. Super fun. And then Adam Cole, of course, coming in at the end. I'm sure oh, that's something else we can add to Double or Nothing. We got to get Adam Cole versus Jericho. And Jericho has to lose, right? Hopefully. Right? Yeah. So Jericho loses that feud. He lost the Ricky Starks feud. And then if you let the rumors tell it, he's Punk's first feud. He's going to lose the Punk feud too? I'm not believing Punk until I see hmm. him on the screen. So hmm. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. What else from what Dynamite? Happens- what happened to uh ah, I'm losing I'm forgetting everybody's name right now, man. Who was the guy that Jericho said he was gonna make? And he put him over, he beat Jericho Austin, clean. Uh, Andretti. Andretti. Yep. But what happened to that guy? He's uh was he's on, on ROH teaming with uh with uh, the, one of the Martin brothers. There action he is. Andretti, right? Oh, okay, so yeah, action. Yeah. Which we know that was a just put audible. together. Be- yep. Yeah, because he's hurt. Yep. But I also think he was on um, Rampage too. I'm not gonna lie; I probably have watched my last Rampage, unless I'm at the live show. Now that Collision's here, oh, it's not getting watched. Yeah, it's not getting watched. I'll, I'll watch it randomly when I'm when I'm modding my my computer or something like that. And I want to hear some background music and you know something pops on. I'll check it out, see what's going on. Um, but it's not going to be appointment TV for me. Uh, it's not worth my time to be honest with watch that show. Um, yeah, and that's no knock. I just like, like I said, there's only knock. so much. There's only so much time. Only so much time, and that one, something's got to go, and that's that's one of them. What else from uh, AEW? Um, sorry, but Switchblade is just another guy. I was thought he the on match TV with, last night. Yeah, him and Starks had a match, and the match was really <laughs> good. <laughs> but he's just another guy. <laughs> was he on and TV that, last night? <laughs> and that is all you need to know. Oh Dang, you my have to God. Ask, you have to ask that question. <laughs> Dang. Hey, but we knew that was going to happen, though, right? That's why we didn't want him in AEW Damn, in the first man, place. He's like, he's going to go there and just be another guy. Because they, they, have, they have too many guys that are just like him. Um, but, you know, it's not... It's, it's Hey, the man needs a job, right? And, of course, I don't know if WWE has come out in a minute, but we the hiring freeze that they're on, like, he's supposed yep. to go there. He thought yep. he was going there, right? So he's somebody that should really be able to take advantage of the brand split second. Show. I was like, he, he should be on collision. <laughs> you no, know, but you know what I'm saying though? Like he should mm-hmm. be able to really just like Keith Lee. I see Keith Lee's on rampage tagging with Dustin. Poor Keith. Oh, wow. Poor Keith. I mean, he's another one that should really be able to get more TV time. Um, we thought he was going to be a serious world title challenger right it's been a year or two years yet i think it's been i feel like it's two about two years yeah a year and a half at least yeah because they they all got released around the same time well yeah because he and swerve were tag champs 
and uh, dropped it right around right around this time last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right around this time last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's another one. I mean, part of that is they just have too much talent, good talent. Part of that is, but you know, he's unique enough to where he should have been to stand out and do some different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I'm not going to blame Tony Khan for him right now. I just think that his the way he's producing himself, right? I I just think right. I don't think anything to do with like the the gray hair. I think it's just overall his the package that he's putting out there just isn't world cal- isn't world title caliber. Especially now. Right now, just, especially. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, you guys, you guys, we, we kind of glossed over. I started because we were talking about Anarchy in the Arena. Uh, Elite back together. What's your guys' thoughts about Hangman, Kenny, and the Bucks being one happy family again? It makes my heart feel full. I like it. I'm going to save tell that. You story. Okay. I'm going to save that for um, later on in our uh, podcast. Okay, right. cool. Perfect. That's all I need to know. Uh, so now I'll switch minds. I got I got another one. I, I had like two in the tuck for the TFW moment. And I was like, if we're going to talk about Hangman. Eh. Or you so. could just go and do two um, TFW moments of the week. No. I you could just be like me. Direction. Hey, you could just uh, be like before me. we continue or maybe even go to the TFW moment of the week, if you guys don't have anything else AEW related, we have not gotten our google moment of the week yet oh. from you rhodesia well i i had it but um uh no nah, i don't want to go there hmm. that's when you get something on the fly and you just say oh yeah I got oh, it right oh, here, i'm not Nick. that quick with it i can't be i can't do that i i need we had to an hour and 33 to, minutes and 29 seconds something. of this show think about something that we've talked about where you're like you could have even googled Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, uh, actually, stop. Debut. Stop. Actually, I said it. I said it earlier in the podcast. I did. I brought What'd up Wikipedia. Um, the Nitro. I put up Nitro um, logo versus AEW Collision logo. I said it side by side. So I did mention yeah, but Wikipedia. That's, but that's not helping the fans. Like, you're, you didn't say, like, hey, I didn't know about Demolition won their first tag team champions in 1988, December 13th in New Jersey. Now, there we go. You just said it for me. I just made it up. So that's probably oh. not real. Oh, Okay. You know, I don't know. But I like that. Right. Let's roll with that. So okay. Dem- Demolition won their first tag team championship in 1998 in uh, anything else, AEW or anything else that you guys wanted to bring up that we didn't get to? Yeah, I'm good. I think it's time for that moment. We've all been waiting it for. It is time for the TFW moment of the week. My boy E just kind of gave the, uh, the shimmy on what his is, so I would not take his, but mine's will be from Dynamite. And I wish they would have made a bigger deal of it. I wish they would have plastered everywhere, and they did not. But it is Orange Cassidy's entrance, where he comes out, and he gets one sparkler that goes <laughs> from the ground to the sky. And they didn't mention anything about it. I thought it was one of the better entrances I've seen all year 
and they kind of just glossed over it. That should have been a moment. That should have been a moment that they talked about. Like, even his pyro is tired. Something. Give me something so people saw it. Because if you didn't know any better, one, you probably could have missed it, or two, you may have thought it was a malfunction. And it was not a malfunction. That's the way it was supposed to be. I thought it was great. Hopefully they continue to do that. But uh, my TFW moment of the week is Orange Cassidy and his ridiculous pyro for his entrance. So my Google moment of the week, I just looked it up. The opposite in the Wikipedia, the opposite of Cody pyro package is Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I like that. Oh, <laughs> God. Okay. OCP. All right. So for me, I know last week I said I was going to actually do three moment of the weeks because she was hating on my two moment of the weeks. And then quite frankly, I couldn't find any until the 11th hour. And it well, I'm, was muting up. I'm muting up right now. It's the fall count for as falls count anywhere. Not proper grammar between Roddy Strong and Jericho. Ishan, I know you can't stand Jericho or you just like eh, to him. But my goodness, this match was incredible. Those chops. Like he had Matt, Matt was trying to sell a little bit of my thunder there. Those chops was impressive. He even had some forearms. Um, the match was produced so perfectly. The interaction between when they got out the ring through the crowd, um, even back in the arena, there were in the concessions, and you had even a quick moment where you see this sign that says seat filler waiting area, which I was like, how did they get that there? Uh, or how did they not, you know, not show that? All of that, the whole interaction, the security guards almost knocking over the cameraman because they're trying to keep it together for the two of them. And then at the end, he goes outside and they beat Jericho in the dirt. My goodness, Jericho is the consummate veteran. He put Roddy over. He made him look strong, no pun intended. And because of that, that is my TFW moment of the week. You know, I'm almost tempted to go back and watch that match because I had to go poo during that match. And I came back just in time to see Adam Cole out there beating up on Chris Jericho. So maybe I need to go back and watch that match. I probably won't at all. Um, but yeah, so I, I alluded to it very, very briefly. My TFW moment of the week was the elite reuniting. And it felt so good. And you know what? Here's also another part why I was so happy that we can finally get past this. They've been teasing them guys getting back together for five years. They've been making googly eyes at each other, and they've been sending text messages to each other. They've been showing it on Twitter. Finally, it's over. We can stop the tease, and we can just move on with the story against the BCC. So it was great to have them back. Moving forward. Yeah. There it is, guys. Yes, you can. I just knew that either... Either you, Matt, or you, Eshan, was going to bring up Cody's promo against Brock. No, see, that was going to no, be a moment. See, you have you have this mistaken. Eshan really isn't the big Cody fan the way he says he is. He just <laughs> uses it as like his gimmick on the show, and he gives he gives us good content with it. And it should be content <laughs> over everything. I understand, but that's like the third time now that something should have been yeah. his TFW moment of the week with Cody. He glossed right over it. He probably didn't even watch the entire promo because Cody killed it. He killed it. He killed it. Okay, sorry. So to be 100, I, I didn't finish watching Raw. I fell asleep in that bad boy. I had no. I ain't watching. I was tired, man. Look, that's a three-hour show. After I get the kids in the bed, it's like it's like nine something o'clock, and I thought I'm. Hey, look, I'm. I can't stay up past hey, look, like nine forty-five right look, now. I can't gonna, do we're it. We're gonna get you off. We're gonna get you off right now. Go back and watch that promo. Come back mm. next week. 
You know what? We'll even let you use that as your TFW moment of the week. <laughs> it, granted, it'd be a week past. But if that didn't get you hyped, it should have got hey, you hyped. Let me hey. tell you something. If I if I were to pick a Cody moment, that's all that's all we'll talk about on this show. It's Cody, Cody, Cody. Because he is the hottest thing in wrestling. The hottest thing. I thought I thought you were gonna say, I'm not gonna pick a Cody moment until he wins the championship. I'm like, damn, no. you're not gonna have a TFW moment of the week for Cody until 2028. <laughs> that's insanity. Thank you guys for listening. As always, hey, thank you for your support. Put the word out. Best podcast going right now. That's freaking wrestling. Let your friends know. Let your family know. Check us out. We are here every single week. We will be back next week. We probably got to talk about if we're going to add a second show. Because there is no way in the world we're going to be able to talk about Battleground, Double or Nothing, and Night of Champions, and do our regular podcast. So stay tuned. We may do a second show somewhere, somehow around there for you guys. All right. But until then, thank you guys. We will talk to you next week.